0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Frazzled. With me, your host, Kelly Swingler. Excited to be back with you again if you are a regular listener. Welcome back. If this is your first time, welcome. Um, this is Frazzled, the uncut, completely unedited podcast. where we just go with the flow, really. Talking about lessons or things that we've learned to... Help us move from frazzled to fabulous. Who doesn't want to be more fabulous and a lot less frazzled? I know I certainly do. Uh, Again, as we are uncut and unedited, there may be noise that you hear in the background. There may be noise from my end that's coming through to you. We go with it. We're kind of breaking through uh, this need for everything to be perfect and just going with great being or even good, even good being good enough. Uh, Obviously, if we we get to great, that's even better, but if we can be good, uh, then that is good enough. So this morning, uh, in this this episode, I am going to be talking to you about what I do to balance uh, self-care and work. This is um, at the request of one of our regular listeners, so I'm going to go into that for you today. And again, if you've got any topics that you want me to talk about for you, if there's any questions, if there's anything that you're curious about from anything that I've said, either, you know, anything that I've said in in any of the previous episodes, or if you just think actually, that's that's something that I could do with to help myself, then then get in touch. Let me know. Uh, As I said, this one is a uh, is a requested topic. Um, and, uh, the question or the, the, the request was about, uh, being interested in how I schedule my day or week to balance, uh, self-care and work. So what are the things that I do to look after myself? And I've got, I'm going to say, I'm going to, st- I was probably start by saying that over the last few months, uh, this is actually, this has actually changed for me. I've actually started to do less, um just kind of really sitting with just for a few moments every morning with what it is that I that I need to do so if if I take you if I take you way 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 back before like let's go kind of pre pre-burnout I uh I've, I've always you know I've always done very long hours within within my role as I was kind of growing and developing my career and I think Probably starting around kind of two two thousand eight um to, and two thousand nine actually was when I started uh, started practicing yoga so two thousand eight I used to like I was at the gym a lot every week I'd kind of go after work uh, pretty much every day and I was either going to to the gym to just do a workout or I was going to a class I was doing um spin classes. I used to like, um, a kind of aerobics class, a Zumba class, something that was, I suppose, kind of high impact, high cardio. And of course, that's what we get told is, is the healthy stuff for us to do, right? Get that heart rate high, keep our weight down, uh, get our bodies moving, do, do, do all of this stuff. So 2008, 2009, I was, I suppose, mixing some cardio with some yoga. So I would do just a simple kind of 30-minute, uh, well, well, between 20 and 30-minute yoga in the morning. And then most nights, not every day, but most nights I would be either at the gym, doing a class or, or doing some doing something else. 2010 came along and I was then training for um, a cycle across Kenya. And I was doing seven spin classes a week. And I was also doing you know, a lot of mileage on my bike over a weekend. I was losing a lot of weight. I was waking up early. My sleep was improved. I thought everything was absolutely fine. And once that that training was complete, I again kind of went back to lots of yoga um, and and lots of going to the gym as kind of 2012 and 2013 was hitting, when I kind of got into the, I was, I was nearing towards burnout, everything that I was doing. So my morning yoga went completely out of the window, my cycling, my gym classes, everything that I was doing went completely out of the window. And then kind of 2014, as I had as I started my business, so I'd left corporate at that point I'd started my own business, and I recognized that I needed to be doing more to look after myself again. so I went back to yoga in the mornings, but I was working a lot of hours and I think anybody will will kind of tell you starting your own business is 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 you know is, is not as easy as, as some people kind of initially initially make out you're doing all of the work you know all of the um all of the marketing all of the admin all of the finances you become your own IT department you become your own sales department your own PR department you're doing you're doing all of the stuff and I started, I was going to a lot of networking events. So, you know, everybody was. Everybody will say to you, in, in order to build your business, you need to go to network, networking events. And this was nine, nine, almost 10 years ago. So I was going to a lot of breakfast networking meetings. And I was going to a lot of evening networking meetings. And again, I was starting to just get a bit exhausted, really. So what was the first thing to go? My self-care. So I stopped my yoga. I stopped going to the gym. Kept telling myself that I would get back to it. But I was up early for a lot of these breakfast meetings and I was going to bed late because I was going to a lot of these evening meetings. And then in 2015, I reached my second burnout. This was, uh, I suppose, the one that that literally almost killed me. My first burnout had made me seriously ill. I developed uh, three serious pretty serious health conditions of, of which I'm, I'm living with all three still today. And the second, but just, uh, just awful. But there was something within that second burnout and the fact that like my body just did not want to be moving at all. You know, sometimes getting off the sofa. Getting out of bed was just too much hard work. Lifting up a glass of water was too much hard work, and there were two things that I really, I suppose, started to rely on. And it was and it was just kind of intuitive, you know. It was like, okay, these are the things that I need to be doing, and I that was when I really kind of started like a, a I suppose, a daily gratitude practice. And I wasn't writing anything down; it was just first thing in the morning, and even at some points throughout the day, if I found myself on the sofa with this kind of aching, heavy body that did not want to move, I didn't want to get into the place of being like, like, you know, life sucks. This is awful. This is horrible. I wanted to do what I could to shift my mindset. And so if I found myself almost kind of falling into, into that kind of pessimistic victim mode, you know, kind of woe is me, this is so awful, why is this happening to me? Blah, 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 blah. If I caught myself doing that, I would immediately just start to think of things that I was grateful for. And sometimes it was a real struggle to think of that. But my gratitude practice, just sitting there for a few moments and just kind of listing things or thinking about things in my head. And sometimes it was just like, you know, I'm I'm grateful for the roof over my head. I'm grateful for the food on my table. I'm grateful for having my family around me. And sometimes they were the only three things that I could think of. Sometimes, you know, I'm grateful for the clothes that I have on my back. I'm grateful that the sun is shining today. I'm grateful that it's raining today because it's, you know, it's kind of feeding the plants. I found myself just like intuitively going to that point. And then I really kind of got into journaling. Now, I tried journaling before... I, I suppose again, you know, kind of two two thousand eight two thousand nine, journaling was this thing, you know, this this kind of revolutionary thing that was that was going. But I was just like, what, like, what's the point? And I think some of that was because you know I was in kind of corporate mindset, um, didn't have the time to do it. I was all about you know kind of go go go, all of the doing, all of the pushing. So a lot of the stuff that I would write down would literally just be my to do list. And as I kind of started this journaling, all of my journaling was just becoming this to-do list. And and it started to kind of feel just like, I suppose, duplicating. I just ended up with different lists in different places, which actually wasn't helping me at all. But around kind of 2015, I really, and I started to write, I started to just writing my gratitude that was what really kind of got me to starting journey. And it, but it was still just, it was, I suppose, still just like a list. You know, I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful for my home. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for food on my table. I'm grateful for the health of my children. I'm grateful that my kids are doing well at school. It was, it was, it wasn't that I was necessarily feeling it. But it was this checklist of, of things that was, that was going through. If we kind of fast forward then to 2016. So... I had come out of of I suppose my my second burnout. I, I'd come out of that. I'd done all of this studying. You know, I'd done the hypnotherapy training. I'd, I'd completed my psychotherapy. I had understood all this stuff about um, neuroscience. I was you know being asked to write the book on overcoming stress. I I kind of I I'd become this kind of theorist, I suppose, on on how to. Reduce and and, and eliminate not not eliminate completely, but elim- to eliminate some of the bad stress, to harness the good stress, to become you know high performing and and do all of this stuff. And I hadn't realised just how bad it had gotten, but I almost had like a like this I don't know fifteen twenty thirty things a day that I felt I needed to do in order to maintain my health it was like I was so desperate not to get to kind of burn out you know the 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 trilogy didn't want to get to that point again so it was almost then like I started to over self-care which sounds like a random thing to say but actually not in a way that was actually doing me any good it was like I had this list of things. So I was still listing. Right, It became about all of the doing again. I must do my journaling. I must do my meditation. I must do my yoga. I must get out for a walk. I must eat healthily. I must drink my water. I must have a bath. I must sit and meditate. I must sit and do my breathing exercises. I must sit and do this. I must do my gratitude. And I had you know I must do ten thousand steps a day, I must do this, I must do this, I must do this you know I must declutter um I must be in a in a in a clear space, I must light my incense, I must do do this stuff and I at the time thought it was really I thought what I was doing was helpful. I thought that actually what I was doing was stopping me if I did all of the things. Then surely that was gonna stop me reaching burnout three. Right? So I was forcing my day. You know, I must use essential oils in my bath. I must have a bubble bath. I must do, you know, I must be in bed at a certain time. I must force myself to get to sleep. I must have this journaling, I must do this journaling, I must list my stuff for the f- it was like my whole day was then consumed by all of the things that I thought would stop me reaching burnout. But then I almost got into a panic with it all. Because if I then didn't do one of the things that was on the list, I was I would go almost into a panic again of I I haven't done my proper self-care today. And actually what I was forcing myself to, I was still in the depths really of burnout. But I was I, you know, as in my head, it's like I've put that behind me. These are the stuff that's going to stop me getting to burnout three. Here we go. Actually, what I needed was to just stop, to stop everything, to allow myself to really rest, to really reflect, to really to think about what it was that I wanted. And I remember a friend of mine recommending a book. um, It was called Light is the New Black by um, an author called Rebecca Campbell. I've since got, I think, all of her books. I've got some of her kind of card decks. I've been to some of her events but I remember reading this particular book about just allowing ourselves, kind of, the time to stop and breathe. And there was one particular—I um, don't know if it's a paragraph or a chapter—where she talks about one day being in her office and kind of laying laying down on the floor, I think, to do this meditation, and she recognizes this spider. And it talks about how she kind of lays there watching this spider on the ceiling for hours. And I can remember getting so, so irritated as I was reading it. Th- well, it's, you know, like, it's, it's okay for you to have all of these hours to sit and watch a bloody spider. You know, like, you're making all this money, you're doing all this stuff, like, you're really successful in business. You're doing, like it's all right for you to have all of these hours to look after yourself. But what about the rest of us? What about the rest of us that don't have hours to just lay on the floor watching a spider, right? What are we supposed to be doing to look after ourselves? And that was when I realised that I needed to find a way to slow down. Because if I looked at where I was spending my time every day and if I considered whether all of the things that i was doing that you know the kind of self self care bingo if you like tick all of these things off and you'll start to feel better but i wasn't really beginning to feel any, any of the benefits but i didn't i still didn't know how to slow down there was still i was still living with a lot of this high level, high stress. I was still in this survival mode. It was like the cortisol, this you know, this kind of stress had, had literally taken over my body. I didn't know what it was like to do less. I didn't know what it was like to slow down. And as somebody that has been a kind of high performing, overachieving, like get shit done perfectionist my entire life, there wasn't really an ounce of me that understood what it was like to slow down. My my brother and sister, my mum and my dad. I mean, I used to kind of joke that, you know, I'm sure I'd, I'd, you know, been taken home from hospital with the wrong family. I've always been, you know, kind of queeled up like a spring, always being the one to get stuff done to achieve, to you know to 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 get the good grades to to do all of this stuff and the rest of my family you know well you know we're just gonna, you know we're just going to sit and listen to some music for now. like how can you sit and listen to some music like why aren't you studying why aren't you listening why aren't you tidying why aren't you cleaning why aren't you doing all of this stuff it wasn't it just wasn't anything that was inbuilt in me but i did begin to realize that i was holding so much more Stress and tension really in every part of my body. It's like I was in this constant survival mode. And so the thought of slowing down or doing less, if I did less, if I didn't do all of these 10, 20, 30 self-care things every day in my head and in my body, I genuinely felt that I would reach burnout again. And that's really... When I then got into meditating, and meditation is, if, if I couldn't do anything else, if, if I stripped out, and I'll kind of talk about what it is that I do do now on a daily basis, and again, how that has changed over the last couple of months. But if there was one thing, if I had to let go of everything else and just keep one self-care thing, it would absolutely be meditation without a shadow of a doubt. I have had, I suppose, some of the most kind of magical experiences in, in meditations. I've had some of the, the most amazing ideas. I've had the most amazing answers. I've had the most incredible feelings of relaxation. Um, it's helped me kind of sleep better and find answers and slow down. And it's something that I do still pretty much every morning but again I think over the years it's also something that if I thought like I'm really struggling if I feel myself it's just like like just sit let's just take a breath let's just have five minutes and I could just sit and I can close my eyes and I can ask myself the question that I need to ask and I can just sit and breathe with it and the answer will come but again I think when I started meditation I had this um I don't know if it was something that I had imagined or if it was something that I had assumed or if it was something that I don't know maybe I'd I'd read or or this is what people were were really trying to kind of sell it as I I don't know but I when we hear lots of people talk about meditation it's like I don't know like we we kind of go in into this kind of moment of 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 total bliss, right? Like meditation is just the quiet. Like everything stops, our minds go quiet, our minds go blank. Um yeah, almost this this kind of perfect level of bliss. And and that 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 wasn't my early experience of meditation. My early experience of meditation was that as I kind of tried to sit quietly, I could hear it then all of the thoughts that were going round in my head. And in some cases, it would make me even more stressed. You know, it's like I, don't, I don't want to be focusing on my to-do list. I don't, I don't want to be thinking about that. I don't want to be thinking about that. I don't want to be thinking about any of this stuff. I just want to be able to have this nothingness that I thought meditation was. And then actually what I came to realise, somebody just put something through the door. Is the dog going to start? Hey, Hey, Elisa. But then what I started to, to kind of, realize, actually, that isn't what meditation is. Meditation, if we kind of think, if we, if, and particularly to practice, we can have guided meditation, we can have silent meditation, um, we can have meditation that kind of fixes our, our gaze or our thoughts on, on one thing at a time. Some of the most effective meditations that I've had have literally just been sitting and just focusing on my breath, literally closing my eyes and just like breathing in and breathing out. And that's all I'm focusing on. But it gets me into that place of calm. It allows me to slow down. It allows me to pay attention to what's going on in my body. It gives me that gr- proper grounding sensation. And sometimes I still want a, a guided meditation. Um, I use um, an app called Insight Timer. There are some beautiful ones on there. Sometimes I just think, okay, today I need balance. Today I need confidence. Today I need Relaxation today I need energising, today I need clarity, I can, I can kind of ask those things, and I'll just type into insight, confidence, clarity, relaxation, there are that probably millions of meditations on there, but if I want a guided meditation to help me with a particular thing, then I use insight timer, If you're in um, the HRABC, the community that I've, I've just created, there are some meditations in there. I think one is for relaxation and one is for confidence. Just guided, I suppose, visualizations, guided meditations. Sometimes, again, on the Insight Timer, I'll just use, there are timed meditations that you can do. You can have them with music playing in the background. You can have them just with the om sound playing. Excuse me, you can set them for as long as it is that that you want them. So sometimes I just want that and I can just focus on the sound. And sometimes it's just me sitting and breathing and paying attention. Sometimes I'll ask the question before I go in. But meditation, like I said, if I had to stop everything else, the one thing that I would hold on to would be my meditation. Over and above everything else. So I went from this 30 things a day to things that I thought I was doing right to then probably five or six things a day. I would make sure that I was still doing my journaling every morning. I would make sure that I was doing my breathing every morning. Make sure that I was doing my yoga every morning. Make sure that I was getting out with the dog every morning. Make sure I was doing my gratitude at night, I'd then make sure that you know I was kind of having uh, having my like my milk. I have a what's called a golden milk before I get into bed. Make sure I have my milk every day. Make sure I do my meditation. Make sure I do my journaling. Make sure I have my but I was still kind of like I have uh, you know I've got all these you know five or six things to do in the morning. I've got five or six things to do in the evening, and I've pretty much carried on doing that for years, years and years and years, and my. I suppose if you like, my my working day. So I began to wake earlier to do everything for longer in the morning and then start work later to ensure that I had hours in the morning to do all of this stuff. And it's only really this year, 2023, that I have still realised that Thinking that I have to do all of these things as part of my self-care, I've been keeping myself still in a stress state. This year, I have actually felt the stress leaving my body. Uh, sometimes I'm just making a cup of tea. My, I've always pretty much held a lot of stress and tension in my shoulders. And I've caught myself sometimes, just whilst I've been making a cup, like, just let your shoulders go, like, Just breathe. And I've been allowing it to make it happen. The magic for me over the last few months has been that I now wake up in the morning and I ask myself what it is that I need. And sometimes it's not journaling and it's not meditation. And it's not getting out with the dog first thing. Sometimes it's going and sit in the bath for half an hour. I'm asking myself what I need. And I'm giving it to myself. And that for me has been the most magical self-care that I have given myself. If you're a regular listener, you'll know that I've just turned 43. I think that is the most magical self-care that I have given myself. Rather than thinking it's all of the things, I now wake in the morning. What do I need right now? And sometimes it is all of the things. Sometimes it is the journaling, the yoga, the meditation, the getting out with the dog, then having a bath, then getting ready for work. Sometimes it is that. But sometimes it's just one thing. Just sit quietly for 15 minutes. Do some journaling. Put put your favourite music on. Go and pick your favourite outfit for the day. get out with the dog straight away. Sit and read for 15 minutes. I now ask myself what I need. And I still, so that's now my morning. I'm not forcing anything. I'm not, I'm not treating self-care like a checklist and I'm now feeling the benefits. I'm letting go of the need to do all of the things and benefiting from the one, two, three, sometimes ten things. But I'm benefiting from what it is that I need in that moment. I still take my lunch break every day. So I ensure that that's in my diary. I, you know, I'm st- I still get my regular haircuts. But my, I start my week, my entire diary, the first thing that is in my diary every single week Well, even if I start from that, the first thing that's in my diary every single year are my holidays. That goes in before any client work, before I plan any events. My holidays are the first thing that go in my diary. Without fail, every single year. Then I'll plot my events in for the things that need to happen. Then I will plan myself. Okay, so if I'm doing that event there, I need a day off beforehand. I might need a day off after. I might need a week off beforehand. I might need a week off after. So I plan my downtime around those things. I always ensure that I keep at least one day a week that is completely client free every single week. Because that is kind of, I suppose, my catch. and And this isn't just my admin time. I just keep one clear day a week that is no client work. And I'm not filling it with admin stuff that's my, my kind of day, my time for what if. What if I need to create something? What if I've got proposals that I need to do? What if I need to catch up on something? What if I've had a call that I need to sort something for? That's my kind of what if. To, and, I, and I might fill it if somebody says, you know, actually, could you fit in a call? Yeah, I'm, Yeah, I can. But it's there to allow me to kind of have that flex. And then at least three times a day. So first thing in the morning... Last thing at night before I go to bed and lunchtime, they are my non-negotiable times. They are times for me, for my self-care, every single day. Every single day I have those three points throughout the day. Sundays I go even deeper, which I can talk about. I keep that time for me three times a day. The difference has been over the last few months that I now do not dictate what happens in that time? I wake up in the morning and I ask myself, what do I need right now? And at lunchtime, I say, what do I need right now? And at the end of the day, I say, what do I need right now? And it, like I said, it might be one thing, it might be five things, it might be no things. Actually, right now, maybe, you know, some there was a, a few weeks ago, it's like, what do I need right now? It was just, you know, have an extra half hour in bed. Like, What? Don't go back to sleep. Just have an extra half hour in bed. Like, that was the thing that came up. That's what I did. I closed my eyes, went back to sleep for half an hour. What do I need right now? I need a bath. Go, go, go and run yourself a nice bath. What do I need? Get out with the dog. Right, go, now is the time to go for a walk. What do I need? Just sit and do your journaling and then kind of see see what else comes up. So I've recognised that self-care, after all of these years and all of the years that I've been talking about this stuff, for me personally... I recognise that self-care isn't doing all of the self-care things. Self-care is about really, really paying attention to what I need right now. And the difference it has made to me has been uh, incredible. I feel like my pre-burnout self again. My drive, like my mojo, my clarity, my energy feels like it's back. I'm still living with the health conditions. I'm still carrying the excess weight. I've still got all of the kind of health issues and stuff that I'm dealing with. But in myself, within myself, I feel like my pre burnout self getting not the kind of rundown, neglecting, overworking, but the clarity, the energy, the drive and the passion, that is back. And I thought I'd lost all of those things. So three times a day, what do I need right now? That is my self-care. The one thing that I now do prescribe to myself on a Sunday morning is my journaling time. It's my or my janning time, Um, a a thing that I was kind of introduced to by uh, Carissa Kutcher. So I, I still always do my journaling. But janning is like journaling and planning all in one. So I do all of my journaling. I do all of my reflecting. I do my kind of gratitude and my visualizations and I sit and write about you know the perfect future that I want to create I write about what my next week is going to include I write about how fabulous the following week is going to be I then imagine myself sitting sitting doing my journaling a week from now you know like it's next Sunday what an amazing week I've had this has happened this has happened this has happened I do all of that stuff and then I plan so I look at my diary I look at what, what I need to take out of my diary, what I might need to change in my diary, what I need to add in. Have I got all of my self-care in? I, I put all of that in. So Sunday mornings I have this kind of mammoth janning session. Typically I'll do some yoga beforehand so that my kind of body is in the right place. I might, I'll have walked the dog at some point. But I only really now do more than one thing on a Sunday. Unless I need it throughout the rest of the week but that's what I plan so at the start of every year my holidays go in first then the events that I'm running will go in I plan my downtime around those events in there my days off are in there all of my weeks offer in there I ensure that I have a lunchtime evening time and morning time for myself they are my non-negotiables But what used to be the non-negotiable was the things that I would do, not so much the time. And now it's about the time for me. I ask myself now, what is it that I need in this moment? And I give it to myself. And then on Sundays, I do my journey. And that is now my self-care. The difference it has made to me over the last few months has been incredible. And... I don't know that I would necessarily be where I am now without all of the struggles and all of the challenges that I've had beforehand. I I do believe that I'm in the right place. I'm, I'm you know, I'm I'm here doing the thing that I need to do, and I think I'm doing the right thing based on where I am. Maybe I had to go through all of that to recognize that it wasn't really working, even though I thought it was working. Thought I was doing all of the right things, right? Because this is the stuff that we get told to do, isn't it? Um, If you've ever read anything like, I don't know, what is it, like The Miracle Morning or The 5am Club, it's like you must do at least 20 things before you wake up in the morning, you must do at least 20 things before you start work. And for some people that works, but actually for me, somebody who has been living in this high state, high stress for 43 years of her life, no good for me. I've also recognised, I also recognised in 2022, that the high stress, high cardio workouts that I was doing, even though I loved them, actually, all they do is keep me in a stress state. They keep me in, you know, kind of competition. and I'm not competing with anybody else in the room, but I am competing with myself. I want to be lifting the heaviest weight. I want to be doing as many sit-ups or push-ups or pull-ups as I can, I want to be doing as many, you know, kind of rotations as I can, I go into that high stress competitive st- and, and actually that's not what my body needs. So whilst there may be lots of experts out there that are telling me that I need to be doing more cardio, it's not helpful for me, it keeps me in a high stress, high energy state constantly that is not what my body needs right now, At this with where I am, that's not to say, If I, you know, if I can continue to work on my own recovery and my own rest and my own recharge, that's not to say that at some point in the future, I might not be back to a spin class or two or three a week. But at the moment, that high cardio, high stress, heart pumping, blood race is not what I need because that is just duplicating high stress. That my body does not need. My body right now needs rest. It needs relaxation. It needs just some love and and and, and compassion and empathy and understanding. It, my body at the moment just needs to be slow. It's, it is still healing. Ten years after that first burnout, it is still healing. But I'm now beginning to feel the benefits of that. So I think when it comes to self-care... What do you need? That can genuinely, I think that is the most important question that we can ask ourselves. If we can get to intuitively giving ourselves what we need when it comes to food, when it comes to drink, when it comes to self-care, when it comes to exercise, when it comes to movement, any of those things, if we can intuitively give ourselves what we need, then ultimately we, we're absolutely giving ourselves what we need. We're not doing this tick box we're not doing it because the gurus say that we should. We're giving ourselves exactly what we need in that moment. That's my self-care. Start with my holidays. So if, in terms of scheduling, I will no longer work a 12-hour 12, 12 day. Obviously, there are t- some times when I do. If I'm travelling, if I've got client work and all those things. But actually, my week pretty much revolves around what it is that I need. But three times a day, I am my priority and I give myself what I need in that moment. Which I hope that's been helpful. If you have any questions, if you have any topics that you would like to do, let me know. For now, I will say take care and I will be back with you again next week. Have a great day. Take care for now. Bye bye.